This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Machine Learning. Okay, we, in the past, I've talked about how the U.S. oil companies only contribute our um, their total pool in the world oil is only 7%. So they can only affect product. They can only affect the overall oil production per day, total gross uh, barrels per oil, 7%. So what does that mean? Well, why do command economies control most of the oil reserves? The fact that most of the world's energy resources are controlled by the countries with command economies is a result of two factors. First, command economies almost uh, use almost all of their resources, so they have little to spare for export. Second, they prefer to use the resources they have to support their own people, not to support the people in other countries. This is just another demonstration of the old saying the best way to help the poor is to help yourself. Um, no comment. However, this situation is not a permanent one. When command economies are no longer able to control their people, they will no longer be able to control their resources. Uh, that is when their resources will become available to other countries which have a higher standard of living than the command economies. No doubt, United States uh, standard of living is phenomenally better than any of the other countries in the world. Even Singapore. I would rather live in the U.S., in Idaho, than in Singapore. Um, just because I don't want to live in a little apartment and spend $300,000 for a little apartment. No, thank you. It is also possible that the command economies will use their resources for their benefit. Second of all, the United States has a trillion barrels of oil. Listen to my podcast on shell oil production and the amount of oil that's in the reserves. We have plenty of oil. Why do the Soviet Union and China control so much oil? The fact that Soviet Union and China control so much of the world's oil is a result of the same factor which makes it possible for them to control the world's other resources. The Soviet Union and China have large populations. They need a lot of energy resources to support their people. They also have a very low standard of living. This makes it possible for them to get their resources at prices which are very comparable to the cost of producing them in other countries. How does the world's energy problems, okay, so let's, let's analyze that for a second. They need a lot of energy resources. Um, so they have a really low, stand, they have large populations, uh, 
about what 900 billion million 900 million for China and uh, I think uh, 400 and something I'm not sure what Russia's population is but the standard of living is very low in other words the annual earnings are very low so even though they have large populations it's possible to get their resources at prices that are low compared to the cost of producing them in other world countries that's because the labor costs are lower and when you have lo lower labor costs then you can be competitive competitive against uh, other countries but as the standard of living increases and people get richer they're going to want more uh, higher wages and the competitional comparative advantage is lost so eventually command economies will not have cheaper oil to because of cheaper labor how does the world's energy problems relate to the world's manpower problems the world's energy problems is one of the reasons why we have the world's manpower problems. The world's populations have doubled in the last 40 years, expected to double again in another 40 years. Still, that's not that many people. Um, the amount of energy required per person has increased steadily. Yes, but we have unlimited energy. We've got an ocean of energy called water. And water can create hydrogen, and hydrogen is almost like a perpetual energy system. You use it, and it creates water. And you break the water apart, you get hydrogen. So you just have to have the energy source, such as nuclear. There's a whole array of nuclear types that can be done in cogeneration to produce hydrogen. You can produce hydrogen from uh, sunlight. You can produce hydrogen from catalyst conversions. Uh, you convert and uh, low energy nuclear reactions. You convert, uh, create hydrogen from even fusion reactions and, and a byproduct of the heat could be, the fusion heat could uh, produce electricity and hydrogen. So there's a, you know, the world needing plutonium is not a world that is efficient a world needing cheap energy a thousand times cheaper is a world that you can utilize uh, fusion and there's it's the possibility of Lockheed's crossfire fusion reactions becoming a reality is a go so we should watch for that so the limitations uh, caused from conventional energy sources which are now becoming expensive can be replaced with unlimited energy and uh, move towards the hydrogen society is what I'm saying but the infrastructure cost to do that is phenomenally high but remember in the Y2K when companies decided that they needed to fix their information systems, trillions of dollars were invested to overhaul their systems 
and uh, and then move into the 21st century. And I think we have a similar opportunity with energy if it becomes expensive as to move into the 21st century through hydrogen. 